Welcome to the NextCloud podcast. Let's talk about digital sovereignty. Hi, everyone. This is the NextCloud podcast from February 2021. This is NextCloud podcast 8. I'm your host, Ingo. And this time, it's an interview I did before this pandemic stuff started. So it's a little bit older. Uh, sometimes you will hear the term next cloud 18 although we have already next cloud 20 in uh, or 21 in the making and 20 is maybe something you already use but i think this interview is about a feature that is really underrated so we decided to put the interview in here and maybe you could try it out sometime this is about next cloud flow or workflows or german ablauf have fun so with me today is arthur shivon also called bliss you all all your talks are with bliss your nickname um, and we will talk about Nextcloud Flow. Hi, Arthur. Hi, Ingo. Um, Nextcloud, uh, if I install it, I have apps and can uh, do collaboration apps and, and stuff like that. And new in Nextcloud 18 is an app called Flow, right? Or um, yes, basically that's right. Um, Technically, it was there before, but just differently. So we overhauled the whole thing. And um, we now also renamed it to Flow. Um, if you want to know a bit about the history of that, is that uh, previously to Nextcloud 18, um, we had the mechanism to do some sort of task automation. But um, that was some sort of infrastructure that's kind of provided and apps could use it. And we were having um, for use cases or for, for apps that were using it. Um, and the problem was that all these apps, they were just implementing their own UI. And so you had in the Nextcloud administrator settings um, for, for each app that you enabled that made use of for it an own interface or even two sometimes. And uh, it was, yeah, not very nicely usable. And it was also very limited. So it was only bound to files and only there for administrators. And uh, for Nextcloud Flow, we wanted to overhaul this totally. Yeah, so we extended what was there and added a lot of code. So it's basically a new product or a new product or a new part of Nextcloud. Um, simply due to the changes and uh, we had some some goals of this in mind it should be available for both regular users as well as administrators and it shouldn't be just limited to files but you should be able to um, yeah automate some you know, tasks okay. within nextcloud um, there are just beyond files that could access, for instance, calendar entries or even um, HTTP requests that came from outside, like from um, webhooks fired by GitHub, for example. And then you wanted 
yeah, to be able to do something else with that. So not just kind of tagging or not just blocking access, but also writing to a Nextcloud talk conversation, for instance. Mm -hmm. So so it's like an if this then do that thingy. So it's a workflow engine inside Nextcloud, and I can yeah do automatic tasks with it. Exactly, yes. Yes, the uh, one that you called, um, that's one of the prior art or uh, solutions that are out there. And that was one of the examples we were taking. And we, we had some part of the infrastructure before and yeah, we wanted to make it more proper and um, also to tell the users more about it, yeah, to uh, expose this functionality. Yeah, because before it was also a little bit under the radar, a part of this uh, limitations. And um, yeah, we want to kind of to um, make Nextcloud to be also a tool that you can use for productivity, right? And you have often kind of small tasks, small processes uh, that you would just don't want to do manually because they're just repetitive and you can, um, yeah, you can design them with a couple lines of code. So yeah, and that's the other aspect, um, of course, Apps can again use this whole mechanism, and we also try to do it as easy as possible for developers, kind of to um, build own components for Nextcloud Flow. So new apps, um, I don't know, like the file tagging uh, thing, are now using the Nextcloud Flow engine or app, or yeah, exactly. That's uh, the engine. It's Technically, it's also an app, but it comes shipped with a um, Nextcloud server and it's also enabled and you cannot even disable it. So it's just yeah, logically separated, but it comes with it. And any app that you might uh, have, want or install that takes advantage of it can do it automatically. And also one example that is of another app that is making use of it is Nextcloud Talk which has an, an action to write to a Nextcloud talk conversation. And it implements also this action uh, by the Flow engine and yeah, registers its own component. So you can just uh, click it in the, in the settings, yeah, write to a conversation if this or that event happened. And yeah, then it's just doing it. And did you use um, a workflow engine which was already there or did you extend your old stuff or is it a completely new uh, thing you wrote for Nextcloud 18? No, the f uh, components or the parts that were there we were using and extending um, because one of yeah, one aspect was also that the old flows, the old configuration that was done with the, the old method that should still work and uh, yeah next lot 18 of course so this uh, configuration should be backwards compatible and um, so yeah what there was there we took and we extended it vastly so yeah most of the uh, most of the changes are just additions kind of um, to the mechanism that was ex existing um, yeah for example we we needed to provide actually the settings to have a um, unified interface um, to, to configure all the flows because before that was all spread up, um, across their own apps. So now there's just a single 
entry in the user settings as well as the admin settings. And uh, for this, we also created an API so the web interface can talk to it and yeah, do all those changes. But it is also consumable via yeah, API. So you could do your own apps or scripts for yeah, outside of, of the Nextcloud web interface, for instance. So yeah, this was one part or the extension to go beyond administrators so to be able for regular users. That was also what we um, did. Um, and here, of course, there are also the legitimacy checks, right? So if you configure flow, you need to kind of ensure that you have the permissions kind of to listen to events that were thrown by this file or um, or that came to this uh, configured endpoint. And you ha need to know the permission that you can write to this uh, talk room, for instance. Um, Yes, so this is, uh, for instance, what we did on top of what was there already. So it was a huge uh, extension. And, and improvement. Uh, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. So a lot a lot was, was added on top. And um, also the old APIs, of course, were then extended. Um, I mm -hmm. saw also that there is a rule checker now. So uh, if I click uh, my, my workflow together, um, you ensure that this is working correctly, right? Yes, that's what we can check. We do so. There's um, yeah validator methods, and they will ensure that uh, the parameters you enter, um, yeah, just kind of look reasonable, right? So first, um, you in, in most cases you can choose which event. Um, you want to react on and depending on that there might be also some constraints that you can configure or not because some maybe are bound to files because they're just about the file size or so others are generally usable um, those that refer to the web request simply and this is of course also what what happens yes uh, the values that you paste in or, or write in they are being sanitized and check whether they look what look what we expect. And yeah, the same goes for uh, any further configurations by, by the actions you choose, right? That you have the permissions to write into, into a talk room, for instance, yeah. So there is a web interface um, as a user, not as an administrator. I can choose to do my workflow. Can you yeah, say some examples which as a user I can do I mean okay you talked about uh, that that an info can get to Nextcloud talk but what can I do with Nextcloud flow so as a user yeah well yeah for, for example um, you might have a direct restructure that is shared with other um, yeah, friends or colleagues and you're working there on a the project so the files are being changed created updated and maybe you want to have some mm, sort of a log, like you have uh, also a conversation um, about this, so a talk conversation uh, where you just discuss all things. And then you can, in the user settings, uh, you can choose first the action. I want to have something written into this conversation. And then you... Um, yeah, so this flow is being added and you can fine-tune this and you can select, yeah, I want to have 
uh, or I want to be notified about files that are added or changed and deleted. And then of as a next, you have those constraints that kind of just limits it to um, yeah the set. And um, the top directory you have labeled with project uh, unicorn. And then, yeah, in this constraint, yeah, you just select, okay, I want this, uh, f this flow, this rule, only uh, to be limited to uh, yeah, files, directories that are just tagged with Project Unicorn. Right, and then on the a action part, you just select on which um, talk room you want it to have written into, and you can, yeah, just have it dumped there, but you can also mention yourself or you can mention the whole room if you're a moderator. Right, and then just save it. And yeah, as soon as somebody changes a file, there's um, automatically an information is being written into this mm. talk. Yeah, um, another example would be if you do something without text, you just um, create documents and we have there some you know, open uh, document text um, format, for instance, where you write it, just an example. And uh, every time you change it, you want to have it, um, you want to have it converted into a PDF. Okay. Right. And yeah, the same is possible. You go into the settings, select, yeah, select uh, convert to PDF. Then you say um, if the file changes, and then you can say if the mind type is an ODT, and yeah, maybe you also work with the, the tags uh, saying yeah, when it's in a folder that's tagged with yeah, convert documents to PDF, for instance. And yeah, just save it. And um, yeah, next time you update a file, the PDF converting actions, it will just uh, register a background drop later. That will do it then um, outside of a user request because it might take some time, also, especially if it's big documents, so that it happens in the background. And next time you, uh, yeah, look into the folder or you sync it, then you have your PDF generated. So you s said background jobs. Uh, can I also use like Chrome jobs, which which will do s stuff? Yeah, this is just being triggered by by Chrome. Yes, so. Yeah. In this case, it's just a technical detail on, on how it is implemented. Uh, but the background jobs in Nextcloud, um, they, there are three modes on how they can be triggered. Either, which is the default just by an Ajax request, uh, when just a user operates it. And um, then there's a web cron is possible. And the recommended thing is yeah, to have a system Chrome or maybe even a system D timer that just kind of runs every five minutes on the server. You talked about uh, Nextcloud Talk, which is more than, uh, for instance, Slack or something like that. Uh, but can I also use um, external messaging stuff like, uh, for instance, Telegram, Slack uh, with uh, Nextcloud Flow? So uh, I change a file in a chat directory and then my message uh, in Telegram or something gets a, gets a notification. Yes, we can also send out requests. So there's uh, one extension that using the flow mechanism is um, yeah, web requests and it allows kind of to act on incoming 
request, but it also allows to send out requests on yeah, events that are happening. Mm -hmm. And that way, anything that uh, allows kind of to be con contacted from from outside, um, yeah, can be utilized. So then, in that case, you could also okay. write to a different service, right? Mm -hmm. And all all the rules, all the flows I design, are then uh, saved in in the next cloud database, like everything else. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there is no extra config. Uh, I, I I need to to uh, watch it or or something like that. It's just plain to the database, and and all I do is uh, write my script or or do it in the web interface if I want to configure something. Yes. Yeah. Basically, you act on on the web interface. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you uh, do user tests with the new UI for uh, for the next flow? You don't know. Uh, well, personally, I I didn't, um, but I didn't do it all alone. So we had a team, of course, that were uh, that was working on it. Um, I was responsible for all the back end things, and um, Julius Hertel, he was working on the front end and all this, um, yeah, view magic. And further, there's also Jan, who's a, our designer. And we already talked with him a couple of uh, uh, shows ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and all together we also discussed how this interface should look like. And, uh, usually, Jan, of course, is experienced and knows how to um, yes, design usable interfaces. And yeah, we discussed it and tested it together. But as always, if things turn out to be not as good or where we see yeah, we could do it better then of course in the future we will also improve mm -hmm. there so if i am a user i use uh, the web interface if i am an administrator i can use the web interface or write my own scripts running on the server doing stuff um, if I am a developer, I can do a little bit more. I can do uh, a new app using these workflows. How, how do I do that? I mean, uh, yeah, is there a documentation where I see, okay, do this, do that. This, this is the app uh, designed so you can use uh, workflows. Yes, um, we have there some documentation. Um, if you go to nextcloud.com slash devil, I believe, maybe you can add it to the show notes. Yeah. Um, there you will find an entry that points you to the documentation about uh, Nextcloud flow. Um, just to, to give a brief overview, um, other parts that are then exposed and yet with the actual business logic, there are three components. First, uh, there are the events and um, yeah we call them internally entities but yeah these is uh, kind of representing those events that are being triggered the thing that is built in is a file entity and well it's uh, a fires events like yeah of course file was changed, uh, changed accessed yeah. um, deleted whatever and uh, yeah so this can you, you can do yourself for for your for your own app right so it uh, can be done for the calendar for instance to to act on calendar event and yeah web requests obviously um, yeah anything that just fires events um, can be can be made or in, into such an entity that is then also being selectable there and then uh, next we have those checkers 
these are the components where you define your your constraints yeah where just kind of limit the scope on where this um, your your rule your flow rule is, is um, should be executed against so an example that I mentioned before was tags or file names yeah this can be the request time that can be the request URL or um, yeah, a parameter that is passed into Nextcloud, right? That can obviously implement there as well. And the last component is the action, and internally called operation. And this is then in the end what is being done and, and, and executed. All this is done very in a way that's very flexible. Um, and this is also something that we actually uh, needed to be backwards compatible um, because two of the old apps, like the tagging and uh, the uh, file access block, so it stops you from yeah, leaking files, they work on a little bit on a lower level in the Nextcloud stack. And for this scenario, so we have an, an interface, it's called iComplex Operation. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just the reason is that, that it just kind of do more, does more um, by itself. So it just uh, registers the listeners itself and hooks into the system itself. Um, while if you do the more lightweight variant, you just yeah have an event that is being fired and the uh, engine just connects automatically and um, notifies your event manager when it uh, is due. Um, yeah, so the background is... You can you can have it rather light and simple if you want, but you can also do more complex stuff that uh, yeah just does things differently if you need to. Mm -hmm. So if I write an app, it sh should be PHP, right? So uh, all mm -hmm. your functions are written in PHP. Um, yeah, there are also two sides of it. The most of the part is PHP, in fact. Yeah. And um, depending what you need, it's also more or less of um, JavaScript. Yeah, a view component, right? So in, in Vue.js. For the event, it's you don't have a special part. You just kind of give some some uh, information that is just being displayed for these checkers. Um, there are reusable components. So if you just use this, you basically have only a um, registration also in JavaScript so that it yeah knows what to display there. And it's yeah, then very few lines that you need to add. But you can make it more complicated if you need to have some special forms or some non-standard non uh, type of input that you need to, to um, yeah, be able to offer to the users. And the same is for the operation. If you yeah, don't have much that you need to configure, yeah, just kind of just simply do this. Then it's pretty straightforward if you need to or if you want to give some more options. Uh, then you also have a little bit of uh, Vue.js there, um, but it's yeah not very complicated as well. So there are examples of course that you look, can look into. That's a nice thing about open source. Um, if you just wonder how stuff was being done, then you just kind of look into those apps that are already implementing it and have pretty quickly a very good idea. Okay, then let's see what developers come up with, uh, which apps will pop up. Then, as a user, can I s somehow share my my flows? 
I mean, maybe mm -hmm. I have not only one Nextcloud instance, maybe I have two, three, or at least I have two, three, five accounts on various Nextcloud instances. Is, is there a way I could take one flow from one Nextcloud to another? Is there anything um, possible or maybe you say now, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, as we speak, there is um, no nice way of doing so. Okay. So you can use a, a configuration API. And then you can just take out all your flows and put them back somewhere else. Um, but that's more for an administrator? or No, that's for everybody who can just use it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's awesome, uh, not very complicated, because it's just some um, calls you just do. And yeah, basically you just kind of ask, yeah, give me all my flows. Okay. Um, and then you will get some um, JSON output. Mm -hmm. And that you, you could feed this into some other instance. And um, maybe not directly, so maybe you need to transform a little bit. But basically that's, that's totally possible. Okay. Um, I had this uh, questions rec question recently too so i cannot promise anything that we do quickly mm. some nice nice interface where you just kind of uh, download your flows or so but it's uh, maybe considerable sometime and, and possible. possible sometime yes okay yeah thanks a lot arthur that you explained to us what uh, nextcloud flow is how it is working and uh, yeah let's see which uh, flows will pop up which apps will pop up and uh, what the guys will do with it. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me.